Welcome to Real Life Mentoring, where we explore real life issues to help you make an authentic difference in the world. Hi, it's Chris and Christina. You know, I should have looked at this, Chris, to see when we talked about the characteristics of a mentor. I think we did it like in July. Anyway, we want to sprinkle different characteristics throughout the the series of these podcasts of what does a mentor do? What are characteristics of a mentor? So that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk talk about that today. We're each we each have one. Chris, what is your characteristic you're going to be talking to or talking about today? Okay, a characteristic. One of the characteristics of a I would say uh, a um, a gifted mentor, being willing to get involved in the lives of others and to share your life as well. Okay, what does that mean? What does that mean? (laughs) I had a young man um, approach me many years ago, and he said, I would like you to mentor me like a father would a son. So my brain first thought, well, that's on even a deeper level. And I take mentoring very seriously, no matter who it is. But when he asked me if I could mentor him like a father, I thought, well, if that's the case, he needs to know my wife and my daughters. And not every man that I've mentored have I introduced to my family. It's not necessary. But this particular situation, relationship, I thought it was necessary. So I said, at some point, I want you to meet my wife and my daughters. All three of our girls were living at home at the time. And we had him over for a meal. And you go, why does that make a difference? Well, he wanted, he asked for a relationship of real depth. So having, because we are, we've always been a family, we sit around the dinner table and we talk about the day, what, about what's going on. We joke around, we talk seriously. I wanted him to be a part of that. So you make someone a part of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought that point up kind of as a side note. When you are a mentor, it doesn't mean that you take somebody into your home to adopt them as a son. But in this particular case, that's how the relationship, or that's where the relationship went to. So I've had relation, mentoring relationships where it was maybe for a short season and we met at a coffee shop and, and we text back and forth, but I didn't adopt her as my daughter or whatever. So I just, I think that's a really good good point to make. Yeah, and good yeah. clarification. So uh, to get involved in another person's life, obviously that, that begins with really good conversations. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about something along that line in other episodes of this podcast, but you get involved in someone's life, the more you get to know them. Mm-hmm. And the only way you can get to know someone better is by spending time with them, right? asking them good questions, listening well, and going back over some of those questions. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... Another example would be, this young man asked me, uh, can I go to the gym with you and work out? Mm-hmm. I thought, well, that's interesting. What I found, we did something very normal together. Yeah. But what it did, it continued to build that, that mentoring relationship. And so that's getting involved in another person's life. We actually sweat together in the gym. <laughs> yeah. And in the meantime, conversation's happening. Right. We were invited to his wedding. Mm-hmm. He wanted us sitting at, in the very front with family. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. hear me on this. That doesn't always happen. Right, 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 right. But it, it's like a, it's a progression. So how do I get involved in someone's life? It may be an initial coffee right. and you just get to know someone and it could end up. It could build to. It could yeah. build mm-hmm. to a place where they call you and say, I am in serious uh, trouble, difficulty. I need help. Mm-hmm. It could be you're sitting on the second row of their wedding 
with family, but because you've impacted them, their lives so much yeah. because you've, got, you've gotten involved in their life. Okay. So I'm listening to this. I want to begin mentoring. Unpack some practical things. I'm at a first coffee with somebody that a younger person I'm, I want to give my life to. How do I get involved in their life? What does that look like? Okay, ask that again. How do I get involved in their life? Yeah, I'm at a first coffee with somebody. I meet them. It's somebody I've I've brushed elbows with, and there's mutual interest. And I I've been listening to the Real Life Mentoring podcast, and I go, wow, I, I think this is a potential young woman that I could mentor. How do I begin the process of getting involved in her life? What does that look like? I just gave it a no-brainer. I invite her to coffee. Right. Okay. Right? But you can have all kinds of coffee and never get involved in someone's life. Right. right. So, so that therein is the question. It, it's it's a how beginning. Do, yeah. How do I get involved in her life? I go back. You have to ask deliberate questions. Okay. That, that they, they have to get personal at some point. Sure. In fact, the kind of mentoring we're talking about, we always say it's holistic. Uh-huh. And so we are encouraging people to, to have the mindset, I want to mentor someone and it become a personal connection. Okay. It's not just business. Sure. As we've said before, you can mentor someone in business. You can mentor someone maybe in fitness, whatever it is. We're looking at the holistic, mm-hmm. the whole person. And so that's going to require getting personal, at least some of the areas of their lives. Okay. So it's asking personal questions. Let's say I have coffee with a young woman. It's our third or fourth coffee. We've been building rapport. And she tells me that she, maybe she's a young college student and she's looking for a, a good general practice doctor. What's, you know, practical step? Hey, do you want me to go to the doctor with you? Do you want me to do you want me to ask around people I know? Those are practical things, and they're all, you don't get involved in somebody's life just over a coffee, right? It's, it's a lot of little steps to, to begin to impact somebody's life. Well, Christina, I would say that by the time someone, a woman that you're mentoring, yeah. would ask, would tell you some things about her physical health yeah. that are personal. Uh-huh. You've already crossed a, a, a certain point with right. that person. Sure. And then for them to ask for insight um, about how would I do this? How would I take care of this situation with my physical health? Because right. that's personal. I think back to That's what, a good sign. Yeah. I think another, again, I'm just fishing. You know, I know these answers. I'm fishing for you to give us ideas how to get involved in people's lives. Um, it could be as simple as writing them an old-fashioned note. I thought about you today and stick it in the mail and that deepens the relationship to going to a doctor's appointment to like you said eventually being involved in their whole process of marrying somebody and getting involved with their life that way any other practical oh ways? there are several that come to my mind i and i do this on a pretty regular basis if i were mentoring you as another man after listening to this episode you're probably going to receive or you're going to receive from me at some point a voice message on your phone <laughs> That Which says, is kind of an ongoing joke, yeah. Yeah, because younger generation, they go, why do you always leave me a voice message instead of a text? And I'll do both because I want that person, that man, to hear my voice, and I want them to hear the the emotion behind it, the concern or the happiness, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and say, hey, I was thinking about you this morning. God brought you to my mind. And that, that does sound strange for some men, but I promise you, 
it does something to a man when another trusted man as a friend, as a mentor, would say, "You, were, I was thinking about you, and I want to know how you're really doing. Or I read this today, and I want to share it with you. Yeah. And Or, you know that situation you shared with me that was difficult the last time we spoke? I want to know how that's going. That is taking it to another level. Yeah. That's getting involved in a person's life. Yeah, yeah. Another example would be, I want to find out when the man's birthday is, yeah. when an anniversary is. Mm-hmm. I acknowledge those things. Over the years, Christina, you and I have been invited into people's lives uh, who we've mentored, mm-hmm. like maybe their grandparents. I remember going to a grandparent's uh, wedding anniversary. Yeah, We didn't know the grandparents. We didn't know most of the family, but we were invited in right. because of the the people we were mentoring connected right. with that family. And it goes both ways. So you're getting involved in somebody else's life, but you're you're extending an invitation for them to get involved in yours, like inviting that young man to our dinner table. Yeah. Um, maybe sharing your own struggle. Hey, you know, you could pray for me in this situation. Or you, it's it's reciprocal, right? It's not just the mentor pours in, pours in, pours in, but you include the mentee. You include somebody else in your life. In yeah, I want to give an example uh, that you you've done with other women, and recently, uh, well, I say in the last year, you have become friends and begun begun mentoring a young woman. And I remember the first time that she came to our home, she sat on the sofa very properly. <laughs> And we had good conversation. Uh, we had dinner in the dining room, then moved to the living room. And again, just very simple. Fast forward a year later. Yeah. The woman lays on our couch <laughs> laughing loud, uh-huh. being goofy with us. Yeah. So, Christina, I want to ask you then, how did that happen? You obviously got involved in her life, and she's gotten involved in our lives. Mm-hmm. One thing you've done You've pulled me into the the relationship sure. as a father figure, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And our daughters have connected. Mm-hmm. So, what are some things would you say you've done in that particular relationship that took that young woman from sitting properly on the sofa to feeling so comfortable, so known that she would lay on our sofa and be goofy with us? Right. Well, first, let me say, everybody that I mentored, that's not. But this particular girl. Um, there's two young women in my life that we've just enveloped into our own family. And with both of them, it wasn't overnight. But as I began to spend time with them over coffee dates or leaving messages like that, and really hearing their heart, both of them came from broken families. Both of them did not have healthy pictures of a family and there's some mother and father needs and that is a passion of mine is you know what I can weave them into my own family to give them pictures of we are not a perfect family in fact one of these young women got to hear us having a imperfect moment we had a discussion with yeah a family discussion and it it wasn't heated there wasn't glass being broken but we had to walk through a difficult conversation and she was with us was that part of that yes i don't remember that yeah anyway but um yeah just over time and and being really sensitive to their needs and not plunging them into the deep end. Hey, we want to adopt you as part of our family, but inviting them over for a dinner, uh, inviting them over um, or inviting them to do something with us as a family. Uh, it's a thousand little baby steps to earn the trust and the privilege of having that kind of relationship. We've said this before. It's so, it seems so simple to us because after all these years, this is what we've done. Opening your home to other people 
again, you don't have to do this with everyone that you mentor. Right, right, but right. But some of the people that you believe you're supposed to go even deeper with and, and, and intertwine your lives more deeply, have them in your home. Let them see and experience you and your family in your home. Mm-hmm. They will come to a place where they can just walk in the front door, kick off their shoes, and go, I can exhale here. You want to see a relationship really develop right. so beautifully that when that comfortableness is there for people. Well, I just thought of this as we're talking. You may be thinking, well, what's the point? Well, the point is you get involved with people's lives because it's reciprocal. What I got from women in my life, I want to give away to other women because I don't want it to stop there. These two young women are pouring into other young women, and the cycle just continues to grow and grow and grow. I want my life when I'm, you know, at my funeral, I want these two young women to have gained so much from me that they're giving it away to others who give it away to others because I want anything good that I've learned from God to bear a lot of fruit. That's why we get in people's lives. That's why we invite them into our home. So yeah, anything else on that, Chris? This is such a good discussion. There's so many more, I mean, examples. I I would think, what what could I say next? Um, Let's, for the sake of time, let's go on to another characteristic. You want to go and do that one today? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. What's what's the one you want to share? Well, I think... uh, Sometimes people will say, well, tell us what you do. And it, it, it is. It's just so second nature to us. But one, this seems like, well, duh. <laughs> but one of the characteristics of a good mentor is you pray for your mentee. You pass along spiritual insights to your mentee. What's the big deal there? Again, <laughs> we want to cast vision for when you get involved in people's lives. And of course, we unashamedly say we do so from a biblical worldview. We believe our our lives are meant to give away, just like Jesus gave his life away, that I first and foremost want to pray for my mentee. I want to pray with her. I want to pass along spiritual insights to her because what that does is I'm modeling for her what I want her to do with other young women, but I'm not the expert. It reminds her that we're both following God. We're both hearing from God. He is the authority. His word is the authority. And it's so, so, so important to model that with somebody that you're in relationship with, with mentor, mentee. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, any other thing on that? <laughs> well, again, I think it's important. Why? Why would you do that? Again, it, it we're just kind of cross blurring the lines between what you've said and what I've said. But when you pray for a mentee, you are believing for them the future that God has for them. You're showing them on a spiritual level. I can show up physically. I can give her emotional support. But again, we take a holistic approach. I'm showing her spiritually, I support you. We are spiritual family, and I maybe have no way to help you in this situation, but I can pray on your behalf and with you for what you're believing or for a breakthrough here or for this issue that you keep stumbling over. When we take it together to the Father, that does something to the relationship that is just... Oof, it's intangible. It's it's so, so, so valuable. Well, ultimately, all of us are going to die and be gone from this earth at some point. Yeah. All right? 
I don't know when that's going to be for me or for you or people we're mentoring, but it's going to happen. So we are going to be limited on the influence we can have with our time on this earth. But when you pray for someone and you and I share our faith in God with them Mm -hmm. in tangible ways, we go back and forth and we process things and we go back and say, this is who God is. This is what he said about you. We are helping someone come to know God on a deeper level right. that will last them for all eternity. Exactly. It's, it's not about me as the mentor, actually. Right. I'm a tangible, physical person in front of them, but as I help them to understand who God is and what he has for them, can I offer anybody anything better than that, yeah. Christina? Well, and two, what I find is when I humble myself before God... I become a co-learner with my mentee. We're both learning about this incredible God. When we pray together, when I pray for her, when I allow her to pray for me and I share my own struggles, it levels the playing field. It just, it, there's a knitting together of, of the spirits when we're seeking God together that is, again, it's invaluable. And it sounds like a no-brainer, but we have to say it, pray with Lead your mentee to scripture. Show them the power of scripture. Tell them stories of how God showed up, how God proved his word true in your life because it bolsters their faith. They grow spiritually, you grow spiritually, and they're able to pass that along to others that they're going to um, come alongside. One of the things that I've learned to do, uh, either as we began to to talk in a, in a, a meeting with a, a mentor or mentee and mentor, is to to pray and God, I need <clears throat> we need knowledge, understanding, and wisdom from you as uh, we we talk. Yeah, and it's not if all I leave them is Chris Elledge's, um experience and knowledge, it's it's going to be so limited for them. Right, right. And then, but when I pray and they hear that, God, we want your wisdom in this situation, in this conversation. It's interesting how the conversations will meander. And come to places that I did not even have planned or even right. think about, Christina. Yeah, and it, what you said just further highlights, again, the point that the mentor is never the authority. Um, we take the approach that God is our authority, his word, and, and we get to model that when we do that. So let's tie this up. Share your characteristic. What did you share? Characteristic of a good mentor? Getting very involved in the life of a, uh, the person you're mentoring and letting them be involved in your life. Yeah. It's not just a coffee meeting. It's not just in an hour time frame, but getting involved in one another's lives is important. Yes. And my characteristic that I shared is praying and passing along spiritual insight, setting God up as the authority and being co-learners. So we hope these two characteristics help you clarify your role as a mentor, help you perhaps as a mentee going, wow, okay, that's what I'm going to look for in a mentor. So as always, we really appreciate you listening. Thanks for listening today. We want to thank you as always for listening. If today was helpful, if something that you listened to was helpful, we would really love it if you would go to Apple or Spotify, leave us a review, download, subscribe, and for all things related to podcast, if you'd like to give a financial contribution to help us continuing bringing this sort of broadcasting to you, just go to Fahrenheit Mentoring.org. 
Hi, this is Chris Corral, producer of the Fahrenheit Real Life Mentoring Podcast. This podcast is produced through a partnership with the Confetti Corral Boutique and Michelle Corral Realtor. To find out more about these businesses who support our vision and ministry, go to confetticorral.com or find them on Facebook.